Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Hey, recording. Hey, now the verse is gone. Yay! I'm gonna do the funny bit. <laughs> okay. Googie! <laughs> look that up in your fucking wagon. Yeah, look that one up in your fucking wagon. Reference is so old, nobody gets it. <laughs> Everybody that would is dead. Or not listening to this podcast. <laughs> That really funny thing that Julius Caesar said. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's time for another Achieving Rally the podcast. Yeah, that's right, we're still going. I know, I say that every week, because I just do. All right, well, this week we're going to teach you how to ice skate, kind of, and we're going to teach you how to clean out your belly button, or your puppet, or whatever you want to call it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. to let them take pictures of their house with everything they own out. I mean, that makes me just want her to come in here and take a picture of this place. Just now. Just be like, just come in, take a picture, put it up on the market. <laughs> Instead of making it look real nice, because a lot of the ones we see... It's like shopping for burglars. Or maybe they went and got a bunch of other people's stuff and put in there. So you think they're rich and more inclined to buy their house. Stuff don't look like it belongs to rich people. Got an entire room maybe full of just plants. Maybe it's reverse psychology. There you go. Well, you got crap. That must be cheap to live there. Well, it's $250,000. Excelsior! Thank you, Sam. Are you talking about the one that's in Talking Rock? Yep. Oh, too much junk. No, the one that's in Chatting Stream. No, this one is Talking Rock. Holy what, cow, there's podcast. a lot of stuff in here. What's that? That's, that's called a podcast. Chatting Stream? Podcast. Thinking of which. Chris is trying to get me to move on. Hey, Chris. So, uh, you want to learn something that you should have learned a long time ago? I should have learned a long time ago, and I didn't, then obviously no. <laughs> well, tough shit. You're going to. That's what you think. You're going to learn how to ice skate. Definitely not learning that. <laughs> you could fall down. You could. You could fall through. Probably not. Uh -huh. Not if you're not practicing 
on a lake. Where are you practicing? An ice skating rink? They don't have those here. Yeah. While skating on ice seems intimidating. Every time they try to build one, people go there and play hockey on it. Well, yeah. What's wrong with that? It's the only thing an ice skating rink's really good for. Uh, with the right equipment and a little patience, you can learn Frozen how to disco. skate. <laughs> yeah. One. Gonna recreate Xanadu. How to know how to select the right materials. One. Wear lighter clothes. When ice skating, wear clothes that are easy to move around in and will not get heavy when wet. Skating is exercise, so your body will get warmer once you move around. Trust us. Preventing you from getting cold on the ice. Go for a fitted top with a leotard, tights, or leggings. You'll look great in that, Larry. I will. Wear a fitted sweater or a light coat. As you won't be moving around as vigorously during beginner moves, go for a sweater dress. Sure. I bet that thing's huge on you now. It is. I wore it the other day. I wore it the other day. Tie it up in a bow around my belly. <laughs> it's a 5X, so the thing is massive. I tied tie a knot in it so it didn't stay at my knees. Yeah. I, I was tired of stepping on it. Uh, go for a I light... lost last time I put it on. <laughs> go for a light jacket or coat. Find skates that fit properly. That, that would be helpful. Nah. I'm going to go for the really big Find ones. skates three sizes too large. I like, in them. I like the smaller skates. I want a skate that won't even fit on my foot. Hand skates. Hand skates. That would be helpful, though. Be interesting. Well, that way when you fall down, you can just act like you meant to. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a trick. But then when you go to scratch your nose, <laughs> and there she goes, your nose. Uh, skates should be fitted for comfort and are available in most shoe sizes. When you first start ice skating, you can rent skates. This allows you to explore... How long would they be fitted? Uh, hands. Fitted for aesthetics? Yeah. How they do fashion. It doesn't sound like a fitting. That sounds more like a design. Mm -hmm. Go to a pro shop and get fitted there. Go to an amateur shop. Put on socks or tights. To keep your feet warm, wear either skating tights or microfiber Scott socks. Or Scots. I mean, you know, whatever works for Stites. you. Stites. 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 Stocks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that'll, that'll inhibit your skating. <laughs> it's important. Or actually, it might make you a better skater. You never you know. Sucked to begin with. Yeah, I guess. See, his, see that guy's posture? He's in stocks. Yeah, but he's got good posture. <laughs> Damn, he's perfect. It's not his posture. <laughs> <laughs> it's important your feet are exposed to as little moisture as possible to keep you warm. So use either tights or microfiber cloths when skating. Do not wear cotton socks. It says it in all caps. No, that's what you use to skate on the ice with. Cotton socks? Yeah, well, it works on the linoleum floor. It'll work on that. Five, wear a helmet to your safety. Reasons. Yeah. Wear a helmet. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I'm the Ronnie. Did he fall through the ice? No. No, he didn't. <laughs> no. He's just stuck to it. Wear a helmet for your safety. This will prevent injuries to your head if you fall on the ice. Yes, and they'll be fashionable. Maybe. Put your toboggan on top of it. <laughs> Don't forget to put on your tooth, man. There you go. Armored toques. Armored toques. Well, that way they can, With that floof on the top. They can serve as ice skating helmets as well. well. There you go. Or hockey helmets. How to master the basics. Montreal toques, man. This, this, this picture of this girl looks like she's trying to take a dump on the ice. Careful, you'll fall through. <laughs> One, practice falling. Screw up the Zamboni. Fuck you. Nah. 
it's like just a giant brown streak huge brown everywhere Ew. what's wrong with the Zamboni we don't want to know <laughs> falling is part of the sport it's supposed to be a loony isn't it so, yeah. it's a toonie so it's natural that this will happen falling with the right technique will keep you from getting injured First thing you should do is practice falling. To fall properly, do the following when you feel yourself losing your balance. Scream and flail around like an idiot. Just give into it. If you anticipate needing to fall, bend your knees and squat into a dump position. Fall sideways, leaning forwards and place your hands on your lap as soon Sometimes as you don't get an option. True. As soon as you fall, roll over onto your hands and knees. One at a time, place your feet between your hands and gently push yourself back up. So you look like a gorilla, basically, trying to get up from laying on its belly. Crawl to the nearest edge. Unless that edge is actually in you, too. Then leave him alone and go to the side of the skater. Just go to bottom. He'll help you. Two, learn to stop. Well, falling helps. True. Falling will stop you in your tracks. Well, no, you, hopefully, might, you hopefully. might slide quite a bit across the ice, too. Matters, you know, how fast you were moving. Once you're comfortable skating around the rink doing swizzles, gliding, and stroking, don't forget pirouettes. You need to know how to stop. Stand together with your feet together. That is literally what it says. Stand together with your feet together. Nah, I was feeling like standing apart with my feet together. That happens after the fall. Now, after you've been run over by several other people with blades. Yeah. Push your feet apart while skating and stick one skate out sideways. This will break your leg. I mean, uh, that's what I was thinking. This will push some frost off the ice <laughs> and cause your body to come to a stop. Once those legs start splitting, it's going to be hell trying to stop them. The motion is similar to skiing. No, no, it's not. Well, terror. <laughs> Three, do some basic gliding. Gliding is a form of marching on the ice that will help you transition into skating. March forward two steps and let your body glide forward slightly. Do this until you feel uncomfortable with it. Or, I mean, comfortable with it. Then, begin no, they, picking up one foot as you glide. No, they mean get a glider, jump from the nearest building, and come to a land on the ice. Yeah. It'll impress the people. Just let the thing go. Yeah, just let the glider go. Falls on top of some other people. <laughs> but that's not important. No. Your entrance is what's important. Exactly. In figure skating, you alternate between lifting one foot and the other. Otherwise, you're just that's called skateboarding. Walking. Gliding helps you become more comfortable with that feeling. Ooh. It will mean, ooh. Try stroking. Ooh. Stroking is... That's what we were saving the ooh for. Stroking is the same as gliding, except when you extend the motion longer. After marching... Ooh. ooh, After marching, lift one foot as you glide. Set that foot down. And then Put that foot down? And then then lift it. Where do you think you're going with that foot? And then lift the other. This is the foundation for basic skating. Repeat the process until you feel comfortable. Do swizzles. I can't afford those things. They're illegal in the state, aren't they? Not anymore. Huh. You have that special stick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do they even make those anymore? I know they make drink stirs. That's what they're called now. Do they actually make swizzle sticks anymore? You can call them what you want. Yeah. I mean, they have to. They don't have to. Yeah. Why? Where else are you going to get them? They don't make them. You just use your drink straw. No class. Hi. (laughs) Find you some swizzle sticks. Have you met me? Swizzle stick for cocktail. As opposed to motor oil? (laughs) 
Cotton candy. <laughs> Technically. After getting yourself gliding, place your heels together, then slide your feet apart. After this, point your toes together. Repeat this motion, leaving a trail on the ice that resembles an hourglass. Swizzles help you go through the general motions of skating, but keep your feet on the ice. Keep practicing swizzles until you feel completely comfortable with the move, or somebody comes over and shoves you down for looking like an asshat. There you go. Are those new? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I, I thought maybe it was eBay or something. No, they're used. <laughs> they all taste like bourbon. <laughs> Part three, how to use the right tech. Why do you have a swizzle stick in your bourbon? Because I got class, man. Because I like to stir it every so often. But there's no ice or anything in it. It's neat. Oh, it's neat. Look, it's got glitter in it. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. First, warm up. You should do a quick warm up before skating. This will help prevent you from you becoming... a quick warm up before podcasting. It's a little chilly in here. I keep the downstairs cold because the upstairs literally is 10 degrees hotter. I'll just shut the door in between them. I wish I could. I wish you would. Can't. Uh, this will help prevent the backdrop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and block off the whole stairwell. You'll get roasting up there. It will still be cold. This will help prevent you from becoming sore while on the ice, as your body may not be used to the cold. At first, cramps may be more frequent due to the weather. These swizzle sticks are festive. <laughs> Simply stretch each leg over the like barriers. Black ones. Yeah, and all oh, brown and the, these are coffee stirrers. Those are not swizzle sticks. You get your coffee stirs and my swizzle sticks. Two, do not look down. At first, you may be it's a long way. You may be inclined to look down at your legs to make sure you're going through the right motions. This will not actually help you skate better. It can actually cause accidents. Make sure to keep your head up so you do not collide with anyone else on the ice. Well, this guy looks like he's getting ready to take a dump on the ice too. He's falling properly. Three, lean forward slightly while you skate. Bend your knees and keep your weight forward, leaning back. A lot of instructions. Leaning back can cause you to fall backwards on the ice. Stand still. I'll give you a push. Yeah. So this is like uh, 100 Mm. for 1279. Well, yeah, I mean they're the lowest price in 30 days. Woo! They're on sale. Well, yeah, because it's getting ready to be New Year's. Four. Practice frequently. Yeah, like in a day or so, Larry. Ice skating is difficult and takes years of practice. While you may feel overwhelmed at first, practice a few times a week. You'll eventually get the hang of figure skating. Oh, that's totally different. So we went from ice skating to figure skating. Oh, that explains why I want you to wear a tutu. Yeah, apparently. When I first got on the ice, I had an anxiety attack. What would help? Try going with a friend or family member. Same thing happened to me in the car. Just today? I got on the ice and I had a panic attack. Oh. So do the people in the lane next to me. Try going with a friend or family member who's confident with ice skating and can help you along. Will you forget ice skating if you haven't done it for a while, or will you remember everything? There they are. There you go. Just in case you were unsure of what they look like. Thank you. Oh, look, they're sticks. Uh, How do I turn on the ice? Blasphemy. They're swizzling their coffee. Ew. Sounds dirty. How do I turn on the ice? Well... You speak to it softly, bring it flowers. Play some ASMR. Quite possibly some chocolate. Maybe a little ASMR. Maybe a little Barry White. That is what it's into. No, Barry White will melt the ice. Well, they want to turn on the ice. They'll melt the ice, Barry White. All right, so... You don't play around with Barry White. That's... that's, I don't play around with Barry White anyways. That's kind of gross now that he's dead. You've got to use that stuff sparingly. Oh. 
All right, so there you go, man. It's That's like high karate. <laughs> no, you use that so sparingly so other people will be around you. You put too much of that on, everybody leaves. All right, so there you go. Fault and pen. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for your fucking life. I forgot that one. All right, so uh, there you go. That's how you ice skate. And More or less. All right, so uh, there you go. Uh, cue, I don't know, the great pumpkin music. Niggers! Hey, welcome back, Marissa. Well, thank you. Thank you for the getting the food for us. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. We cut that part out of the podcast. What, the food part? Yeah. I, 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 oh, I, yeah. Stupid black beans. <laughs> All right. I got three here. You can choose. Okay. Marissa, you okay. get to choose. With okay. Chocolate on your face. Oh, I do? Sorry. We'll take the chocolate on our face. How to clean your belly button. Okay. Three ways to make your greared, your greared, your beard grow faster. That'll be helpful. <laughs> Will be for me. Not for me, but maybe. It'll probably grow that patch. Well, like, the, the patch I keep shaving. Yeah. Well, that's probably your first problem there. Or how to make your girlfriend want to have sex with you. Uh, well, that'll be helpful. Well, I don't need to know. Actually, how to, for you, Chris. I don't need to know how to how to have sex is, with my is girlfriend. There a, is there like a prequel there about <laughs> getting one? About getting a girlfriend. <laughs> I can do that too. No, you're married. You can't do that. No, I mean I can. Uh, well, it's, it's just, frowned upon. It is, but I can still get a girlfriend. Just be frowned upon. So you think? I probably could. I don't want one, but I could probably get one. I don't think you need one. No, not really. <laughs> so what are we thinking? Beard, belly, or fucking? What, wait, what was the belly again? How to clean your belly? How to contemplate your navel. Let's clean your belly button. Let's learn how to do All that. All right. <laughs> how to clean your belly button. Yeah, give me some forceps. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Oh, here. <laughs> Thanks. I got a pen. Nice okay, I, got, I, got, I got fingers. It'll never write again. How to clean your belly button from WikiHow. Of course, it, every, everything that got cleaned would get marked up, too. So it's a never-ending process. Your belly button is easy to overlook. But it needs to be clean just like every other part of your body. Hmm. Fortunately, all it takes to keep your belly button clean is a little soap and water. If you yes. have an unpleasant belly button odor that doesn't go away with regular washing, that, that's a problem. Yeah, it is that's a problem. Check for signs of infection. <clears throat> there isn't a shower with a funnel and body wash. <laughs> it tickles. Creating <laughs> <laughs> a regular cleansing routine. Right. Wash your belly. Wash yourself. <laughs> Wash your belly button whenever you shower. The best time to clean your belly button is during a regular bath or shower. Make an effort to include your belly button in your daily washing effort. routine. Make you, an effort to do it. You may yes. need to wash your belly button more frequently if you've been sweating a lot. Hmm. I did not know that. Use plain <laughs> use plain soap and water for routine washing. Ooh. Use a pressure washer for every other week. <laughs> you don't need anything fancy to wash your navel. Just some warm water and gentle soap will do the trick just fine. Apply some soap and water to your fingers or a washcloth and gently rub it into your belly button to get rid of dirt, grime, and lint. When you're done, carefully rinse away all the suds. Hmm. So you gotta have one of those shower heads that come off the wall. 
You can also use salt water to gently cleanse your belly button. Doesn't tell you that. So, so <laughs> you carry a little thing of salt water into the bath with you. <laughs> Cup dashes in your bath water. <laughs> Tip: If your belly button is pierced, you'll need to take special care to keep it clean. Use a warm salt water solution to clean the area around the piercings two to three times a day, or as often as your piercing artist or doctor. Most doctors don't do belly button piercings. Recommend. Belly button piercings can take a long time to heal, so you may need to keep up this routine for seven months or to a year. As long as you keep that piercing in. That as well. I can go back to telling us how to clean your junk again. If you don't know by now. How to do it a second time. <laughs> you couldn't clean your junk right the first time. It's a completely different article. Can I tell you again? Deep clean and any with a washcloth or a cotton swab. It's easy for dirt and lint to build up in a belly button, and it can be challenging to get it out. If you haven't any, you may need to use a washcloth or a cotton swab to get inside and do a thorough cleaning. Swab out the inside of your belly button gently with soap and water, and make sure to rinse it well afterwards. Do not scrub hard. You could irritate the delicate skin in and around your belly button. Pat your belly button dry when you are done. It is important to keep your belly button dry to prevent an overgrowth of bacteria and fungus. Once you're done... What are they talking about? <laughs> what? What are they talking about? People who are disgusting. It's for micro. Apparently. When you're crawling around the sewers, it's important to keep your navel clean. Once you're done washing up, use a clean, dry towel, preferably a dry towel, to gently... Use a dirty, moist towel. To gently dry the area in and around your belly button. If you have time, you can also let it air dry for a few minutes before putting on clothing. You can keep moisture. You got time. You can keep moisture from building yeah, up you in your belly time. button. You know, your time may be uh, limited. By dressing in cool, loose clothing when the weather is warm, or any time you might break a sweat. This is a high maintenance person. <laughs> a high maintenance belly button. It's just a belly button. <laughs> There's an article for every bit of your body in there. Yes, there is. How to clean the tip of your nose? <laughs> Do <Avoid>. this. <laughs> Avoid using oils. If you did, everybody didn't see that he did this. <laughs> Avoid using oils, creams, or lotions in your belay button. Do not use any creams or lotions in your belly button unless your doctor recommends it. Use potions and elixirs. <laughs> Doing so could trap moisture inside your belly button. Abercolintus. Creating a good environment for unwanted bacteria, fungus, or yeast. Brewers out there dealing with pers- bakers, I guess. Dealing with persistent belly button odors. Have you ever encountered this as a problem somewhere along the line? <laughs> Look for signs of infection if regular washing does and not work. And you're like, what's that smell? What's that smell? What's that smell? <laughs> you track it down that far, you're probably gonna make some other assumptions. And- <laughs> the most, the most common co- common cause for an unpleasant belly button odor is dirt and sweat. In most cases, washing up with a little soap and water will clear up any unwanted smells. If it doesn't, you might have an infection. You might have an infection. Look for symptoms such as red scaly skin, green scaly skin. Oh my God. What's the source of that <laughs> horrible smell? That's Larry. He, does, he eats tacos nude on the couch. <laughs> Some of them must have got in there. <laughs> Tenderness or swelling in and around your belly button. Here, take the swamp. Itching, yellow or green fluid or pus leaking from said belly button. See a doctor. 
Fever or general feelings of illness or fatigue. You know. Oh, man, I'm so sleepy. It must be my belly button. I must have another belly button infection. Infections are more likely if you have a belly button piercing. If you have a piercing, look out for signs of infection, such as increasing pain or tenderness, any, swelling, any piercings. This is redness, brutal. warmth, or warmth around the piercing, or pus. Oh my goodness, you have a warm belly. See your doctor. Thank you. It's the piercing. It's heated. For it, <laughs> I bought that uh, that uh, heating tape. Just use it on my belly. Oh button. no 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 no. See your doctor for a diagnosis if you have infection symptoms. Well, your shirts have a little hole in the middle. <laughs> if, you, if you think you have an infection, make an appointment with your doctor right away. They can evaluate what kind of infection it is and tell you how to treat it properly. What kind properly? of infection is it, doctor? It's a bad one. No I don't know. At, no good at all. A bad one. But it's really smelly. It smells of taco meat. <laughs> Three. Topical medications to treat bacterial, oh. fungal, or yeast Here we infections. Go. Here we go. It turns out you have an infection in your Wait belly for it, button. ladies and gentlemen. For what? Keep going. <laughs> if it turns out you have an infection in your belly button, you may need to use an antibiotic or an antifungal ointment. <laughs> or powder for a while to clear it up. Your doctor may prescribe... Medication. Or instruct or medication. Or instruct you to buy one over the counter. Treating oh, the your home say wash yourself. <laughs> treating the infection should also get rid of any nasty odors or discharge. Follow any other home care instructions your doctor may have, such as wash res- yourself. <laughs> resisting the urge to scratch or pick at your infected belly button. Changing and washing your bed sheets and clothing regularly to prevent reinfection. Avoid sharing towels with random people. Like you do. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Or the YMCA. Hey, buddy. You done with that towel? You done, you done running it in your ass crack for five minutes? I need to wipe out my belly button and then rub my face. Oh my gosh. Oh, she picked it. <laughs> it's true, she did. I didn't pick it. At least she didn't don't pick her belly. Wearing loose wearing loose, comfortable clothing to help keep your belly button cool and dry. Or tight, uncomfortable clothing. Hey. Avoid gimp oh suits. <laughs> Do not make your your belly button wear a leather jacket and have a fedora. Uh, a fedora. A pompadour. Oh my gosh. You know Remember that catwoman cosplay? Forget it. Cleansing your belly button daily with a salt water solution. Now the doctor looks pissed off and the, the two people in this cartoon are like yelling at each other. The doctor's like... And the person's like... You didn't you see that. I'll do that again for you. Hold on. And... Okay, there you go. Ask your doctor if you ha- to, to, to drain a belly button cyst if you have one. Sometimes, As opposed to this, stare at it, doctor. <laughs> Don't touch it. No, no, no. What are you doing? Ow, ow, ow. Can I squeeze it? No. Five bucks. Doctor gives you five bucks for that. He'll just tack it onto your bill. <laughs> Fair enough. What's this five dollar charge? That's the five dollars for the five dollars he gave you. Oh. Sometimes. There's a five dollar charge for that. Actually, it's a six dollar charge for the five dollars he gave you. 
Sometimes a cyst can form in your belly button, potentially leading to swelling, pain, and bad smelling discharge. You have an infected cyst in so your belly. So glad we ate first. Can we have some more of that queso? Getting kind of chunky now, though. I didn't order the guacamole plate. If you have an infected cyst in your belly button, your doctor will probably drain... the whole time like the chip hovering over the plate, waiting for her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> the cyst in their office... What? <laughs> what are you saying? If you have an infected cyst in your belly button, your doctor will probably drain the cyst in their office. Oh, in their office. Yeah. They may all... The parking lot. They... <laughs> It's just uh, no, 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 no. Come in. Uh, all right, we'll see you later. That smelly thing in here. <laughs> they may also prescribe oral or topical antibiotics to help clear up the infection. Follow their home what care. What form might those take? <laughs> ointment. Moist ointment. Moist ointment. I feel like I need to go clean my belly button now. <laughs> <laughs> Follow their at-home care instructions to help that. heal the cyst properly. There's reminding me of that guy from Human Centipede 2. One in the middle? The little short guy. Yeah. Visit your doctor to get navel stones removed if necessary. Cut this whole part out. <laughs> Why? Because if I don't, I have to listen to it again. <laughs> If you have a deep belly button and can't clean it often enough, dirt, lint, and oils can build up inside it. Eventually, these materials can form a hardened mass called an omphalith or navel stone. A monolith. An omphalith. There's some monkeys gathered around his belly. Just slowly reaching out for it. Get away from my stomach. <laughs> Moon watcher over there. Like. <laughs> hey, cut that out. I'll let you do it. <laughs> the monkeys are like, did you gain knowledge? None that I wanted. <laughs> no, but... Ooh. <laughs> I if, learned something. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he made a funny hee-hee noise. I don't understand. Moon watcher's evolving. If this happens to you, make an appointment with your doctor. They can use forceps to gently pull out the stone. Or you let the monkey do it. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. In many cases... No, Moonwatcher's cool, man. It doesn't matter how yeah, cool he is. Yeah, help you out. I'll let uh, Neil deal with the Moonwatcher. Yeah, Moonwatcher will never evolve at this point. <laughs> In many cases, navel stones don't cause any symptoms. Sometimes, however, they can cause sores and infections to develop. Back to the infections. So you need the moist ointment. You can prevent navel stones by cleansing your belly button regularly with soap and water. Or salt water. Neil, what happened to Moonwatcher? Oh, the funniest thing, man. <laughs> you touch Larry's belly, then you start banging a bone around the place, and you throw it up in the air, and then you turn it into a space baby. <laughs> it was weird, man. Might make a good movie. <laughs> My belly button is always leaking clear fluid, and I am forced to clean it many times daily. What may this be? Maybe a trip to the doctor. Any kind of discharge from your belly button could be a sign of infection. Make sure you have an appointment with your doctor to have it looked at. Yeah, <laughs> Those on TV didn't see this. There you go. People on TV? Yeah. You didn't know that? People that's on TV I... are listening to the podcast? Well, that's how I, I listen to it. They can identify the cause and help you treat it appropriately. Does it hurt when you clean your belay button? Well, you do it. 
<laughs> Some people have very sensitive navels. <laughs> so it's possible you might feel some pain or discomfort if you don't handle your belly button gently. What do they for pastries? <laughs> if you're sensitive, avoid scrubbing your belly button and just gently massage it with soap and water. Ooh. Buy it dinner. <laughs> or a salt water solution. All right, so there you go. We've now learned how to clean your belly button. Yay. Thank you. At least for an any one. We don't know how to deal with an Audi. Squeegee. Squeegee. Well, thank you for educating me on this. Thank you for your very insightful choice there, Marissa. Yes, your education has yes. been has been finished. It's complete. So uh, your request you. has been granted. <laughs> yes. You are welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Tina. <laughs> All right, so now There's we know, a wrap. Now I know how to clean, clean out your belly button. Uh, cue. Belly button music. I don't know, Pillsbury Doughboy music? All right, there it is. Another episode of Cheating Rally, the podcast, done and done. Hope you really liked it. And uh, hey, why don't you use that uh, lesson on how to go ice skating uh, this weekend? You might as well, right? Can't hurt. Well, yeah, it could break your ass or something, but whatever. And uh, now you all know how to keep your belly button all nice and clean and free from grossness and disease and whatnot. Mmm, yummy. All right, so for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, whatever you do, don't go ice skating shirtless and then slide across the ice on your belly. Because, you know, whole belly button thing. See ya. Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. See nothing. No, I don't see anything. This is haze. It's very hard to see the stuff like foggy. You never know. Okay, Ryan, Ryan. And <laughs> it might be. You never know. Maybe we should have called the ghost planners. Yeah, we've been all right. It's actually been fairly helpful. Yeah, I like Ryan, Ryan. Kinda happy we talked her into existence. <laughs>